You're listening to Sugar Bookie Radio NFL Week 3. Sportsbooks, office pools, and fantasy. No matter how you monetize NFL football, all bets are on. And Sugar's got you covered. I'm Anthony. Unfortunately, Brock Hay is sitting out this week, NFL Week 3. Now, we've already seen the New England Patriots dismantle the Houston Texans. Sugar Boogie's official take on that was to go with Houston, both laying the points as well as to take the win. But definitively, we said stay away from this game. Too many variables, too many things that were uncertain, unquantifiable, particularly with a quarterback who we didn't know coming into the game. And what a shock. I was wrong. Bill Belichick, the best coach in the NFL, possibly the best coach in NFL history, absolutely demolishes the Texans in New England on Thursday night. Folks, I'm not too big to admit, I was absolutely wrong. Now, a monster beginning to the season, 11-3 on my office pool picks, straight up and against the spread. Last week, not as good. Against the spread, 9-7. Heads up, 10-6. Let's see if we can do a little better this week. Arizona at Buffalo in the early game. Arizona getting 76% of the action, and despite that, Buffalo opened plus four. Now Buffalo is plus three and a half. Well, what does that mean? That means there's a heavy discrepancy between where the sharp and the amateur money is going. The sharps are all over Buffalo getting the home points. The amateurs all over the Cardinals laying points on the road, and for good reason. The Cardinals are 12-1 and against the spread in their last 13 road games against a team with a losing record. That being said, we're going to go ahead and lay the points with Arizona. We're going to take them to win heads up, as well as to cover in this matchup. Minnesota at Carolina. This line opened Carolina minus 7.5. It's now down to Carolina minus 7. Here's the thing. Sam Bradford looked fantastic in his opening week, and the fact of the matter is that Carolina, for the most part, has not looked good in the second half. Also, Mike Zimmer, has he now maybe captured that Number three overall best head coach in the NFL behind only Belichick and Bruce Arians in Arizona. The Vikings are 9-0 against the spread in their last nine games after accumulating less than 90 yards rushing in their previous game, which they did last week. They lost Adrian Peterson early in the ballgame, but still were able to get the win against Green Bay. Now the Panthers... 4-0 4-0 against the spread in their last four versus the AFC, 9-2 in their last 11 games after accumulating more than 350 total yards in the previous game. The Panthers were able to do that against the 49ers. We're going to go ahead, and I hate to do it, I hate to do it, but we're going to go ahead and lay the points with Carolina. Without Adrian Peterson, I'm just not sure that the running game is there. Minnesota does have some serious question marks along their offensive line. There's no doubt Minnesota, Carolina, Denver, They're those teams that have monster defenses, Super Bowl-caliber winning defenses, and make no mistake, especially with Mike Zimmer at head coach, a defensive-minded head coach, Minnesota's D is nasty. However, are they able to cover on the road? I'm just not buying in quite yet. The money's very even on this game, 52% with Carolina, 48% with Minnesota. We're going to go ahead and lay the points with Carolina, as well as take them to win. Heads up. Denver. At Cincinnati, Cincinnati opened minus three. They're now minus three and a half. 53% of the action on Denver, 47% of the action on Cincinnati. The Broncos are 3-0-1 against the spread in their last four games following a straight-up win, which happened against the Colts last week, obviously. The Bengals are 3-0-1 against the spread in their last four games following an against-the-spread loss. They not only lost the spread 
against the spread in Pittsburgh. They straight up lost the game. Cincinnati is one of the most formidable rosters in the NFL, and against a quarterback like Trevor Simeon, I'm just not sure that Denver can hang tight. Let's go ahead and lay the points with Cincinnati as long as it's minus three. If it's minus three and a half, I'd go ahead and stay away. Make no mistake about it, Denver is 4-0 with their true record, 2-0 straight up, but also 2-0 against the spread for a 4-0 Vegas record. Cincinnati is 2-2. Is their overall record, 1-1. They're against the spread record, 1-1. Three and a half is too much to lay. I think this is a field goal game, so stay away if you got to lay the hook over the field goal. If you can get Cincinnati minus three, go ahead and lay that action. Detroit at Green Bay, a 1 o'clock kickoff in Green Bay. Green Bay open minus eight and a half. Some money's come in on the Lions, so now Green Bay is only laying seven, 58% of the action on the Lions, 42% of the action is on Green Bay. And for good reason, the Packers are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games in September, 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five games following a straight-up loss. However, the Detroit Lions, 4-1 and one in their last five games after accumulating more than 350 total yards in the previous games, and they're 4-1 and one against the spread in their last five road games. Believe the hype, Matthew Stafford might have finally found his footing with Jim Bob Cooter, the offensive coordinator. We're going to go ahead and take the points with Detroit. I don't think they win the football game, but seven is way too many to lay. Hopefully you can get seven and a half, but either way, you can't go plus six and a half. I think this is a touchdown game. It's in division with Green Bay, a team that frankly might underperform this year. Aaron Rodgers is a good player. I'm not ready to christen him a great quarterback, particularly this year. So far this season, he's looked mediocre at best. And the fact of the matter is, Green Bay is now 0-2 against the spread this season. Go ahead and take those big points with Detroit, although we think Green Bay is going to take it. Baltimore at Jacksonville. This line opened as a pick em. Jacksonville is now getting a point at home. And for good reason, they're 1-3, their true Vegas record, 0-2 straight up. 1-1 one one against the spread. On the other hand, Baltimore, 4-0 and with their true Vegas record. They've covered both spreads and their 2-0. 51% of the action is coming in on Baltimore. 49% of the action is on Jacksonville. For the most part, this is going to be a stay-away game as far as I'm concerned. Jacksonville was one of my dark horse picks early in the year. Frankly, they've underperformed, whether that's coaching whether that's an offensive line, whether that's Bortles, who knows. Baltimore is a perennial contender and a 2-0. Listen, you can't argue with the record. We're going to stay away from this one. If you got to play it, go ahead and take Jacksonville. They're a desperate team with a really good young defense. They're playing at home against a team in Baltimore that has a good roster but not a great one. Look, desperate teams, week three of the NFL, 0-2. These are alpha males. It's normally a good bet to go ahead and take a team that is as desperate as the 0-2 Jacksonville Jaguars are at this point. Cleveland at Miami, a 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Miami opened minus 7. Miami is now minus 10. Obviously, Cleveland's quarterback woes factor into this spread. But we're going to go ahead and recommend that you take Cleveland plus 10. This is simply a numbers play. Remember, professional bettors, they bet numbers, not teams. The Browns are 18-7-1 against the spread in their last 26 road games against a team with a losing home record, which the Dolphins have. 5-2 for the Browns against the spread in the last seven. The Browns are 5-2 against the spread versus a team with a losing record in their last seven. Now Miami, 2-5 against the spread in their last seven games following a straight-up loss, which happened last week. 
two and five in their last seven following and against the spread loss. The numbers clearly point to Cleveland. Again, this is not only a numbers play, but also a history play. It's more or less a coin flip, 50-50 as far as where the money is going, but make no mistake, Cleveland plus 10 is the strong play. Do they get the win? There's a chance, but we're going to go ahead and say Miami takes this one. That being said, take those big points with the Cleveland Browns. Washington Redskins at the New York Giants, 1 o'clock kickoff. New York open minus 4. They're now minus 3.5, despite the fact that 59% of the action is on the New York Giants, who are 3-1 and one in their true Vegas spread. The Redskins 0-4 in their true Vegas spread. 0-2 straight up, 0-2 against the spread. That being said, it's a desperate team who might be in serious trouble if they drop this game. That will mean they are 0-2 in the division, a pretty formidable amount of losses to overcome. That being said, I'm going to go ahead, and maybe this is me buying into the fact that Denver was able to buy a Super Bowl in free agency last season. I like the New York Giants. I'll lay the points. I think they take care of business. Fact is, Kirk Cousins just hasn't looked that good this year, and I think the Giants are on the come. I don't like Ben McAdoo. I don't think he's going to last a long time, but Eli Manning is the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. Go ahead and lay the points. Minus three and a half with the Giants. They not only take the game, but they cover. The Oakland Raiders at the Tennessee Titans, 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. The Raiders got an impressive win opening week at the Saints, then got embarrassed by the Falcons at home last week. I'm not a buyer on the Titans, despite the fact that I think Marcus Mariota is a franchise quarterback. It makes me nervous that 64% of the action is on Oakland. That being said, I'm going to go ahead and lay the points and go with Oakland. I think they're the better roster. I think they're a team that's desperate after getting embarrassed last week. And while I think Tennessee's offensive line is pretty solid, I don't think their personnel matches up in every other position on the field. The fact of the matter is the Raiders are 5-0-1 against the spread in their last six games week three, 4-0 against the spread in their last four road games, 4-1 against the spread in their last five games following and against the spread loss. On the other side, Tennessee is only 15-33-3 against the spread in their last 51 home games. The fact of the matter is Tennessee is not a good team. Historically, I'm going to go ahead and go with the hot young team over the historically lousy team. Let's lay the one point with Oakland. They not only win, but they also cover. San Francisco 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. The 49ers opened as 10-point dogs. That line is held true. 62% of the action is buying the San Francisco 49ers, and I am no exception to the rule. Am I a little nervous going with the public so much this week? Maybe, but the fact is the tape is out on these teams. Seattle, just like the Chicago Bears, who I'll get to in a minute, are one of two teams in the NFL that are starting a different player at all five offensive line positions this season. The 49ers 3-7-1 against the spread in their last 11 versus the NFC West, but that doesn't scare me because of Chip Kelly. Seahawks 4-1 against the spread in their last five games following a straight-up loss. So that would point to Seattle. There's no two ways about it. This is probably going to be a stay-away game. However, let me be very clear on this. This Seattle roster is not the same one that you've been seeing over the past couple seasons, and pros bet numbers, not teams. As long as you're getting the full 10, go ahead and take the San Francisco 49ers plus 10 at division rival Seattle. 
The Los Angeles Rams head to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in what might be my best bet of the weekend. Now, we all know that I'm very high on Tampa Bay. I think they're a great team. They're 2-2 two and two in their Vegas total. Rams are 2-2 two and two in their Vegas total. Again, that's combining the against the spread as well as the straight-up record. Tampa opened minus 4. They're now Tampa Bay minus 5. 62% of the action is on Tampa Bay. So this is an instance where the sharp and amateur money is on the same side, and I agree. Go ahead and lay those big points with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus 5 on Sunday. I think this game could get out of control, and possibly Tampa Bay could win this thing by two touchdowns. We shall see. Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. In general, I'm a fan of taking home points. However, I have Pittsburgh winning the Super Bowl this year. I've now bet against them the first two weeks of the year, and I'm ready to change things up. This line opened Philadelphia plus four. It's now Philadelphia plus three and a half. So the sharp money's on Philly. Only 37% of the action is on them, yet the line has come down. That being said, I'm going to go with the public, lay the points with Pittsburgh. I think they're a legit Super Bowl contender, 4-0 with their true Vegas spread, 2-0 straight up, 2-0 against the spread. Philadelphia's the same way. They're 4-0 in their true Vegas record. I think Philadelphia's a great team, but they're a year or two away. They found their franchise quarterback, but they have problems in their defensive backfield. Their back seven on defense does have some problems. Pittsburgh, other than their corners, are solid everywhere. I think they take care of business. In Philly, they do cover the spread, take them straight up, and lay the three and a half with the Pittsburgh Steelers. San Diego Chargers at Indianapolis Colts. This line opened Indy minus two and a half. That line has stayed firm. Go ahead and take the points with San Diego. I'm a big seller on the 0-4 true Vegas spread Indianapolis Colts. The fact of the matter is their defense is abysmal. And the Chargers are 4-0 against the spread in their last four against a team with a losing record, 4-0 in their last four games following an against-the-spread win. The Chargers are, for the most part, a pretty good road team. I don't see Andrew Luck being able to overcome the fact that the entire roster surrounding him in Indianapolis is borderline abysmal. San Diego, plus 2.5. The New York Jets at the Kansas City Chiefs. This line opened Kansas City minus 3. That line is held firm. 54% of the action is on Kansas City, and understandably so. We're going to go ahead and take the points with the Jets, but we think Kansas City wins. This is going to be a very close game, much like the Jets' home game against the Bengals opening week. We took the Jets plus the points, but we took Cincy to win, and we were right. I think this is a very similar circumstance. Something along the lines of Kansas City 23, the New York Jets 21. Take the points with the Jets, but Kansas City wins straight up. Chicago at Dallas. This line opened Dallas minus 5.5. It's now Dallas minus 7.5. 63% of the action is on Dallas, which is why you see that monster spread change. And it eclipsed the 7-point mark, which is very interesting. Now, in our official office pool picks, we took Dallas laying the points and Dallas to win. But at 7.5, that hook over the touchdown, this becomes a stay-away game. Listen, nobody is a bigger seller on the Bears than I am. Fact is, a year from now, we're going to be seeing a different quarterback under center than Jay Cutler. That guy's time has come and gone. But Dallas is not exactly a complete roster, and Chicago isn't as bad as some people might think, as bad as their true Vegas 0-4 record would indicate. If you can get the 7.5, you might want to think about playing the Bears. This is a definitive stay-away game, as far as I'm concerned. Atlanta at New Orleans on Monday night. This line opened New Orleans minus three. That line is held firm. Fact is, New Orleans one and three in their true Vegas record. Atlanta is two and two with their true Vegas record. 
as far as what Vegas is saying, this game would be a pick'em on a neutral field. I think New Orleans has some good offensive firepower, but nothing on defense. Atlanta is a much more middle-of-the-road team. My advice would be to stay away, but if you must, lay the points with New Orleans, and they take it. I'm Anthony Carabasi for SugarBookie.com. Sportsbooks, office pools, and fantasy. No matter how you monetize NFL football, all bets are on and Sugar's got you covered. I wish you the best of luck at the window. NFL Week 3. And as always, thanks for stopping by.